Hey everybody, Team Trek Yards is back for just talking about stuff. It's podcast time. Number three. Number three. So, how are you doing, Samuel? Pretty good. <clears throat> it's a bit earlier today. We're both starting quite a bit earlier. Uh, yeah, it's because I got busy afternoon. Sorry. But we did some fun stuff this morning, and, and yeah, podcast now. Um, but yeah, so something fun came out a couple of days ago, um, and I, it was about 3.30 a.m. for me, and I was up watching Arrow, and I was like, oh. I saw actually Rob Burnett from Axnar tweeted that they watched it in their office. I was like, I should watch this now. Uh, and you can see it behind Stuart. It's the brand new Force Awakens Star Wars Episode Seven trailer, the final full trailer, and the most yeah. full one we get, I think it's fair to say. So, um, like I've said since the beginning, since I heard JJ was working on Star Wars, I think he's going to do a fantastic job with this. When I saw this trailer, I was moved. I felt like crying a little bit. Just this mix of the music and seeing all the familiar characters. I don't know. I think that JJ is going to do a good job with Star Wars. I keep saying that because he's a fan of Star Wars. So, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it's exactly what it needs to be. Yeah, I've, you know, I've, I watch all your content as well, so I've heard you say that a number of times. You know, from my point of view, absolutely. If you're, if someone genuinely is a fan of something and gets it and wants to make a good story and like feels... I'm sure he feels like he's been chosen... I mean, come on, this is this is one of the biggest responsibilities you could be given, really, in, in the film world, is to direct the next Star Wars. Not prequel, not another, the next. So, it's, you know, it's a huge honour. And... He certainly has the directing chops, uh, and and you know we've seen from these trailers, he hasn't changed a thing pretty much. He's just pushed it forward a few years, which is as you would do, as opposed to, as we all know his, his Star Trek intervention, where he radically alters things to his own liking. Star Wars, he really has developed it, and and yes. I, I like the new Stormtrooper look. I think they're cool. Uh, they are. I prefer the older one actually. The new ones kind of look like Donald Duck to me. You've seen those pictures. I know you have. Where the helmet is. I think they look more evil now. Like they look more killer. Yeah. I don't know. And certainly, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of them. I, I've worn Stormtrooper armor. I know how damn and well, uh, Episode Four armor. I know how damn difficult it is to walk and breathe and think. And their armor is much more flexible. So as a cosplayer, that's going to be really nice to have the new armor. But yeah, so this new trailer, um, I liked it. I I was interested by the pace of it. I liked how slow it was. I liked that it focused on these new characters because that's, you know, if you think about the prequels, we pre-liked them because we knew they are a family of the original trilogy people. While these theoretically also could be whatever, these are these are also complete newcomers and very young people, really, thinking that the original Star Wars, so how old Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill was, but he certainly wasn't, you know, 21. You know, these these guys weren't the youngest people. Well, these guys do look and feel fresh young and new and so the the whole vibe is different um i don't think it brought a tear to my i think the last trailer we saw harrison ford at the end that was like uh that was mm -hmm. the best moment for me this one not as much uh i wanted at least two more two more lines of dialogue from harrison would have would have done that although it was fun to see him talk yeah and the, the line of dialogue he said was actually very interesting to me it's funny how he went from it's just a bunch of simple tricks and nonsense to it's all real the dark side, Jedi's, yeah, all of it. So I, I thought that was a great. His character arc is one of my favorite ones in in the movies. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens there. Hopefully, nothing bad. But we don't want to go into those territories because we don't want anything spoiled. We don't want anything pre. We just want to go in and, and enjoy a Star Wars film. 
you know, and it's rare these days you can go watch a film without spoilers. I mean, that's one thing I'll give JJ absolute credit for, because he has to sign off on all these. This trailer doesn't tell you very much, and that is ideal. That is absolutely fantastic, because I don't. I, I there's a villain. I know who he is probably. I've seen the tra I've seen the poster. There's a big ball thing. Great. I mean, I I know who's in it. I know that the the the, the stormtrooper guy's a goodie by the end probably. I mean. You know some basic stuff, but I don't know the plot, and that's awesome, you know? Yeah, uh, the, the trailer was just a perfect mix of action, excitement, old faces, new faces, and that epic Star Wars music without giving anything away. It was beautifully done, and kudos kudos to everyone involved in that trailer. Amazing yeah. work. Although I'm interested, really, because this, this I think, it's always funny when you have a, another thing, another era, when they made Die Hard 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Five, yeah, five. Everyone said Die Hard Four was great compared to five when five came out, but everyone said four was awful when compared to the other three. I think some people think this is too far away from Star Wars. Like I'm, I'm not getting a Star Wars vibe as much off this as I thought I was going to. This trailer in particular, I don't know why. Uh, I, I, I totally disagree with that. I don't know. I'm getting a very sleek, new. Uh, honestly, this feels. Like it's a fan, a really expensive fan film. They've put the best CG and they've done like a cool thing, in a good way. Like obviously now with Axon and Renegades, we're a bit, you know, treated to some of the good good stuff. But it feels like this is, I don't know, like like they've lost that George Lucas. And you can argue that the first three aren't the best Star Wars films. It had that, you know, the guy that the guys that's vision it was, you know, carrying it on. Which, for better or worse, it still felt like Star Wars and the world felt like Star Wars. You know, this has a totally different vibe to it for me. It feels like a movie in the Star Wars universe, but because I haven't seen Star Wars things. If you replaced all of these elements with another random alien something, you wouldn't say, oh, that's Star Wars. I know you can say it for a lot of films, but, you know, if in the TNG film, if you, if you had the same... I don't know, if you had... I think you could feel certain franchises, but if you replaced everything... Millennium Falcon and, and TIE Fighter with two other ships when they're flying through the debris, you wouldn't say, oh, that's Star Wars. Of course you wouldn't. You know, it, it's just because it, it, it's he's creating a new feel. Um, and that's great. But I think people will look back and say, oh, the prequel felt like Star Wars more, maybe. Mm, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Well, we don't know. That's like, the point. We don't know yet. I'm just saying I it know, might be, given the sort of odd vibe. Yeah. Well, the thing with the, uh, with, like, the flight scene you mentioned, yeah. Uh, perfect example back in when the first star wars came out those were first of all they were based on world war ii films world war ii dog fighters fighting you know so it was the first time it was seen like that on screen as far as sci-fi goes yeah. since then everything has tried to emulate star wars so yes now seeing those new flight scenes you could insert any ship there and it would have just a new science science fiction movie feel to it but I, I mean, I've seen you know, all, a lot of the Clone Wars, Rebels. I've seen a lot of stuff that feels like Star Wars. I'm just, I'm saying, not specifically the first three, just the entire universe. Like, I don't know, just the vibe is, it's like a half point off for me. Mm, I, I, like I said, I disagree. This is, this has surprised me how much I feel that initial Star Wars coziness in my soul. Mm. <laughs> um, I really didn't expect that, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. So. Oh yeah, man, and it's so soon, which is awesome. Man. It's one of those nice things and, and bad things at the same time. You know, in, in films these days, a lot of the time they tweet first day of filming, so it's like, oh my god, that's two years away. But once you're done, though, it's like, oh, that's two years ago. It's like 57 days now until. Well, it's going to be the most successful film of this year. I mean, 
you know, it can't not be. True. I mean, what other what other franchises have kept a continual presence than Star Wars, for better or for worse? You know, they had the originals, Long Gap, prequels, all the cartoons, all the animated, all the games. Mm. You've got the youngest people love Star Wars because they've watched Rebels or Clone Wars. You've got those people who know the original, and because they've seen these trailers and think, oh, it feels more like Star Wars uh, because I've been burned last time, while they might be trepidatious of, oh, okay. The consensus, I think, on the internet is, oh, he'll do a better job. So I think the entire spectrum of fans are going to go see it. It's hmm. going to be a big success. <laughs> well, let's let's move on to droids for just a second. Okay. As we all know, R2-D2 is my favorite character yes. in Star Wars. We've only seen him... Well, we've seen him in both trailers, but it's the exact same scene. Yes. I'm concerned he's not going to have a lot of screen time. I think he's probably hanging out with Luke, which we, who we haven't seen. Yes. But at the same time, we haven't seen C-3PO either. And I know C-3PO... Yes, has a pretty substantial role in this, from what I've seen. Okay, well, yeah, I know. But, yeah, uh, so I don't know. I I, I want to see more of the more of R two, and I didn't realize how big BB eight actually BB eighty eight actually was, because if you see him rolling behind her in this trailer, he's pretty substantial in size. Comes up to about her waist. Yeah, it's pretty big. What it looks like. So sorry, Stuart. He might be a replacement. He's the next gen. He's the next Jar Jar, I think. I don't know if he's going to be such a good character. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking at that clip. I'm like, it's a spinning ball. Of uh, awesomeness, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm... You know, for, for R2-D2, he was, you know, a, a limited character, but yet there's so much character. You know, this is... A, it totally depends on the user, because I think this is just a kid... I, I mean, yes, it's great. It's mostly practical or whatever. Although some people said it's fully practical, some people said actually tricked you a lot of it's CG slash clever wires and whatnot, whatever. But I, I it, it such it looks like such a gimmick to me. Like you wouldn't think, ah, oh, the Star Wars universe, perfect character would be a spinning ball droid. You wouldn't think that at any point in the design process, apart from, oh, that would be cool, and therefore gimmick. Like it's not a like, cool fact. It is a reason to have stuff, but I don't think it. it I don't know. Like the R two yeah, think... feels like such a practical droid. Yeah, absolutely, I, and I think that, uh, like you said, this was this is the character that's geared towards the kids to kind of do merchandising and things like that, and even not just kids for merchandising. I mean, well, you wanted to buy people, one, so I mean, I know there's those remote control BB-88s that, <laughs> but just from every other scene we've seen of him in the movie or the clips, with him rolling along the sand and just peeking around that one corner, I did not think he was as big as he is mm. in that in that last trailer. So that I just assumed he was smaller, big and a soccer ball. Yeah. yeah. Probably same use too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to be isn't it, at some point, yeah. But no, it's it's great to see. Uh, I like we now got Kylo Ren, the villain, talking. That was great. Although weird voice and seeing the mask up close looks very odd. Um, although I've heard some vague rumorings about the Knights of Ren, which I didn't know anything about. But seeing them in the rain looks pretty awesome. And it, again, it could go anywhere, which is great. Yeah, and we've seen we know a lot of actors that are signed on for this that we have not seen in trailers yet. Mm. So, I, like, like we don't want to do spoilers or any speculation. What is, what's the runtime of this? Of this yeah. trailer? No, Two minutes no. And Thirty-six seconds. No, the full the full movie. How long a movie is this? Like, is it two hours and sixteen minutes? Okay, so it's not actually that. It's not that long. Hmm. It's pretty long, but okay. Because you, you know, if this if this is the the thing of the year, you want it to be the biggest experience, and I guess. How much can you pack in? 
Star Wars movies tend to pack in a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like this will be a fast-paced film. Especially with J.J. at the helm. It's going to be very action-oriented, I think. Yeah. Hopefully there's good character development. It's a trilogy. Most films, they don't start out knowing they can have three films. Yeah. You know, if if you knew you could have three, you could build in things. I mean, that's... Well, they have spin-offs as well. They probably... I mean, yeah. Anyway, anyway, I want to bring up something, though, that, that bugs me. So I... So this was... An, when this movie was announced, it was incredible. Awesome. Beautiful. But for most of, the, most of the years, this film had not been announced after the prequels. So what, that's a good seven, eight, nine years. And so what there was was the books, the expanded universe, the comics, the audiobooks, the games. Yes. And that was as far close to canon because we never thought we were going to get episode seven. I mean, that was you know, in between prequel, whatever. And so I actually listened to between like 15 and 18. I listened to around 150 audiobooks from the Star Wars universe, mm -hmm. pretty much all of them, all the way from the prequel ones, um, looking at a lot of the Anakin stuff, a lot of the Clone Wars stuff, all the way until uh, between with, um, I don't know, lots of stuff. And then after uh, New Order, all the Yuzhong Vong, all the Sunny Isard, all, all the Red Squadron, all of that stuff, all the way to the end of Yuzhong Vong War, which is like a 35-book arc. Mm -hmm. And that, I, I, you know, in my head, I knew the next 40-ish years of, tra of, tra of wars, and that was such an amazing universe. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, the stuff after, the stuff in the books is so much better than the stuff in the movies. I'm sorry, but the, the prequel trilogy, in terms of the, the villains and what, is so dull compared to Yuzhong Vong, compared to... Uh, Timothy Zahn's uh, Admiral Thrawn. I mean, they absolutely destroy, you know, you know they're built on the legends, but, like, they are better, in my opinion. And then when they, like, it's not canon, and it's completely rewritten, that broke my heart, honestly. Me too. As soon as I heard that they weren't following expanded canon, I was devastated. I mean, you don't get you don't get the twins. Or maybe you do. I don't know. Jason and Jaina. Yeah. Anakin and uh, third child, yeah. And the reestablishing of the Jedi Academy and all that jazz. I mean, that's just, that was an awesome progression for me. And here we go with JJ. He, he loves to just get in there and go, I'm going to mess this up. I mean, it's not really him necessarily. It's more of the screenwriters and stuff, but he's going to mess it up, but he's going to do it in a good classy Star Wars kind of way. And it's going to be good no matter, if, even if it's bad, it's going to be watchable. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, it's just, you know, like I said, I, I thought I knew it all. And I loved it all. But then there could be no surprises. But I didn't want, I, I, you know, I know the Harry Potter books. I mean, interpretation of that. I mean, just just seeing the, uh, the uh, uh, Admiral Thrawn trilogy with uh, Master Joris Cabalth, Cabalth, whatever his name is, the, the mad uh, Jedi, it's an incredible arc. Absolutely incredible. You know, all the Jean Vong arc, like I said, would be ridiculous. Red Squadron, Sassani, all of these things are so incredible because they're like, you know, 300 page books and there's like nine of them. I mean, the development, the characters, the story, the hit. I mean, I, I mean just the fact that in the books, you know, they, 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 they there's a book um, which is like an hour after Endor. And it's like, you listen yeah. to an hour after, and it's, and it all makes sense. And, and you know, and like I said, the, the Jedi being brought back. So for me, that was how I wanted the universe to go and now seeing this because we know obviously they've aged a good 10-15 years and the Empire looks pretty damn strong or New Order whatever the Jedi don't look like they've been re rebuilt I would have thought it would be the first thing Luke would do is rebuild the Jedi and it's like that's what I wanted to see 
and I don't want to see this dystopian Star Wars future. I want to see the New Republic. I want to see all that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But that was one of the things that always bothered me too about the end of Return of the Jedi. Just because the Emperor and Darth Vader got destroyed on the Death Star doesn't yeah. mean all the Star Destroyer ca- captains oh, yeah. go, oh, well, we're done. Let's just quit. Yeah, I mean, there's like, still a whole Imperial force and fleet out there. That it's would... a galactic-wide navy, yeah. and while you've lost the big space station, which wasn't finished, and once one Super Star Destroyer, that's a, you know, nothing. And, and your two figureheads, basically. The Emperor and uh, Darth Vader. I'm sure there's other generals and whatnot that are well, making... Well, there's the Moffs, Grand Moffs, the yeah. Admirals. I mean, yeah, I mean, in, in the Expanded Universe, you know, Thrawn takes command straight away. The only alien general... Or admiral in the arm, uh, uh, in the navy, because they're racist. The whole <laughs> imperial navy is racist. That's why you only see well, yeah, white people, um, no aliens. He takes command. He's the best tactician ever. He, I mean, completely. He's best than all the rebels. That's pretty much his given. They only beat him through other means, sort of thing. Um, and then the, the the moths all team up, and then don't team up, and there's different factions, and and that you know, the the, the power's still there, but they sort of split it up. I just. Yeah, I don't know. Reminds me of the Kazon, different factions, different yeah. sects. <laughs> but with badly aiming people, I don't know. Yes. It's just sad. I know that still exists, but I really... And it's like once you, you know, domino it, none of that stuff can happen. It's like Jason, Jaina... I mean, Mara Jade, amazing character. Admiral Thrawn, amazing character. Those, I mean, out of everything, those two people you should bring in without without a second thought. I mean, you're wasting... Some of the best characters in Star Wars, you know? Mm. Now I'm just bitching, aren't I? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Uh, another one of the things that they've actually changed, and uh, they are officially canon now, Yeah. is in one of the comic books, apparently Han Solo has a wife, or had a yes, wife. Yes, that, yeah. That yeah. kind of threw me for a loop when I heard that, and I don't know if that's going to be incorporated in any of these movies, but... Probably the prequel Han Solo one, but I don't think it's a, I think it's more of like a scam thing. Like they're officially married, but it's only part of a scam. I haven't read it or anything, but that would make sense considering it, he's such I, a scoundrel. And I a believe rogue. it's not a fern love wife. It's more of a. Oh, you've got a wife. Yeah. 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 Speaking of which, it was nice seeing Han and Leia embracing in the trailer. Yeah, I really hope they are together and have kids. Like they worked so hard to stay together. You know, saving from carbonite and all that jazz. Spoilers. <laughs> you know yeah I, I yeah it's just it's just it could go anywhere and that's the great bit but i hope it goes in some directions and not others yeah absolutely that said well, the mystery is ooh, it's all part of the fun right until khan shows up and it's like that drawn movie oh jesus my name is kylo ren dun, dun. i don't know who you are though i know oh okay <laughs> so one other interesting thing is that when they you know stopped a lot of the stuff being canon I don't even think Clone Wars is necessarily canon anymore but Rebels is and mm. I think the joke about Star Wars is you know Order 66 kills every Jedi apart from the hundreds of Jedi that survive in all the other material because <laughs> yeah. you need Jedi at some point in the story so you've got uh, Ahsoka although she might die that's fine uh, you got obviously this new Jedi kind of the main guy's name and the, the trainer guy so will they play a part in the movie? Because it, well, I get the impression, totally radical, but they could almost be the... It'd be kind of cool to make those develop into the, this film, because if it's... I don't know. like They're Jedi for a reason, 
So unless mm-hmm. they all die randomly in a in a year's time, in case what's the point of the story? It'd be kind of cool yeah. if if more Jedi were secret and that's part of the story. I don't know. I don't know what's your thoughts. Well, on it's that. interesting too because we all know that Leia is force sensitive because she's mm-hmm. a Skywalker. So has she become a Jedi? Has she been training her powers? You'd think so. You would, and I don't. I don't know. In the first trailer, you see somebody hand somebody a lightsaber, and it looks like a female hand. So maybe she's got some force. And it is it is very cool that you have the original original Skywalker lightsaber being handed down. That is a nice you know story beat because you know Anakin made it. He destroyed the galaxy with it, with it, and then he <laughs> stole it, and then Luke and he. It's funny that reminds me of a, of a meme I saw yesterday actually. Where Ben's handing Luke the lightsaber and it says, "Your father wanted you to have this when you're old enough." And then right underneath, it's a picture of Anakin with his legs cut off, yelling, "I hate you! I hate you! Give my son my lightsaber when he's old enough." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, but yeah, I, I would think that Luke would be trying to reestablish the Jedi Order. At least, I don't know. It, I have this feeling he's gone into like seclusion. Well, think of the end of Return of the Jedi, right? They've just they've destroyed the Empire. Everyone's celebrating. You know she's force sensitive. You've now got the Force ghosts. You've now got Darth Vader and the Skywalker as a Force ghost who can communicate at will, which means they can, you know, give the knowledge to Luke. They can tell him all the secrets of the Force. You know, properly, you know, develop that. Um, he's you know taking out the Empire. We know that other Jedi have survived because they've survived the first original Order sixty six. So I'm sure there's more Jedi somewhere. Uh, force sensitive people are still all around the galaxy. That's not a rare thing, specifically given how many thousands and millions well, of people or planets. It, op- it opens up another question too: Are the um, Star Wars Force Force Unleashed games are they considered still canon now? No, they should be. I know. First of all, I know because the way they they did those were those games were amazing. Well, the first one better, but the yeah. Well, yeah, but movies I, in their own right. That would have been a great movie. He was a great character. Secret mm-hmm. Apprentice, the most powerful, one of the most powerful ones. I think it would have been a great fight against Luke. A little bit unbalanced though, because Luke's like, maybe that's who Kylo like, Ren is. Well, Secret Apprentice. Well, yeah, <laughs> but then we, he already had one with Star Killer. Come on, guys. Well, maybe it is Star Killer. Would be great. Who knows? But it's not. So it would be great. awesome if it was. I'm speculating. Okay. Shut up. I can speculate if I want. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you know, if I was Luke, the first thing I'd do would be train Leia. Go find force sensitive people, build that because the Republic certainly needs you. I mean, the Empire is still strong, and you've lost most, well, a lot of your fleet anyway at the Battle of the Second Death Star. Bring up an interesting point, though. You said the Force Ghosts are there, they can kind of communicate at will. So if he starts out a new Jedi Academy, are they going to have like lectures? All of a sudden, like <laughs> ben, ben and Yoda appear. Oh, this is the lightsaber training 101, guys. Well, Anakin's <laughs> like, so I was the villain of the galaxy. Before that, I was a nice Jedi. So listen to me. But don't kill younglings like I did. Bad, bad choice. It's like yeah, I feel really like... bad about that. And you see the, the younglings materialize beside him. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going in. Un- we forgive you, Anakin. No, we don't kill him. We forgive. Oh, Jesus. Well, that said, I really hope um, Hayden. Christensen. Yeah, I really hope he's in it. Because you hope I'm... he's in it. Yeah, I mean, you can't obviously have the actor who played original Darth Vader and. He wasn't exactly particularly memorable. No offense, but having you've now got a chance. It's it's close enough in terms of years to bring him back and to have Anakin speak to because we know the remasters, the Blu-rays get mm-hmm. swapped to Anakin. We know that's how it is. Well, theoretically, it should have been 
uh, Ewan McGregor, whatever. But which, again, would be great to see Force Ghost with both of them now because I think it makes sense, at least in the direct time afterwards, we'll chat to him. I mean, come on, if you've just killed your, well, if your dad's just saved you and he's dead, but you can speak to him, wouldn't you just spend days out, you know, throwing catch, falling through the Force Ghost, and then, you know, with you with your dad? I mean, come on, you'd, you'd spend years talking to him, um, yeah, learning who your mother only... was and all that. Maybe they can only materialize for a certain amount of time and only, you know, whatever. But I mean, when you do that, you open up a whole can of worms because uh, initially the original Return of the Jedi was the uh, the older Darth Vader, right? Yes. Then they replaced him with Anakin, which is fine. Yes. But you had still had Alec Guinness as but I would argue Ben that, Kenobi. But that's because that's how he knew him, whereas Darth Vader wouldn't want Luke to know him as the old man. Hmm... That would be, I think. So the could, Force Ghost can just pick any any point upon. Uh, well, yeah, he's a ghost. He's a ghost in the Force. Duh. Mm. No, how I, can you still use the Force when you don't have a body full of metachlorians? Because Qui Gon Jinn learned how. <laughs> no, I think. Oh my god. I think Liam Neeson needs to come back as Qui Gon Jinn be Force awesome. Ghost because again he's the guy that taught them all. That makes perfect sense. Samuel Jackson needs to come back as Force Ghost, but yell a bit more. <laughs> Basically, the best people. Oh, Palpatine could come back. <laughs> Damn it, why am I a Force Ghost? Doesn't want well, no, I don't know. But yeah, you need to bring Hayden, Hayden, Anakin Skywalker. Uh, even if he's just like the corner of his eye, you see him, or he's you know in crowds, reminding whatever, or he can help train you know the the new Skywalker. Because like, having that link, it's like it's like the um, Disney uh, Marvel expanding universe. Having that link brings it all together. You've got. Because then imagine, imagine that, right? A scene, Mark Hamill with Anakin. How much chemistry, yeah. how much... Oh that's, my God. That's true, that's true. But I think you just made a lot of enemies because there's been rumors that Hayden Christensen is going to be in the next one. That's why I'm... And not why, a lot yeah. of people liked him as far as his wooden acting went. Yeah, but... So... Yeah, but he was good at the... Uh, there's always those reviews, you know, he's good at his stares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not talking... He's had like six, seven years, and he's been playing against such a strong actor. Mm-hmm. I think when I mean, you can up your performance, I mean, if that's the complaint you got, if he's being brought back, I'm sure they'd, he'd put something else into it. And he's not trying to be this angsty villain. He's trying to be something completely different. So I think you could play it better. I mean, I've seen him. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, you know, seen him in Jumper, seen him in other films. You know, he's better. You know, he has personality. Yeah, I actually just watched a video on that the other day. That it's just the script and the direction that he was given for those movies was yeah awful hmm. <laughs> um other movies he does an amazing job acting in so yeah he's not a bad actor you know it, it it's completely variable on on what you're given i mean those weren't great lines and you're acting screen screen but imagine then you bring him in to the million falcon whatever and you i think that could be a really good moment and again it's his dad it's balance of the force it's it's, I mean, it's one of those things it could be it's turn out really good or really crappy well that said if if Qui-Gon Jinn had to teach Yoda and Obi-Wan how to force ghost while on Dagobah. How did Darth Vader learn to force ghost if he was evil and died before got taught? Because it's not an innate ability. Because you know it's not. Unless they completely ignore Clone Wars, but I think they're not completely ignoring it, just mostly ignoring it. Maybe if you're just a certain level in the force, you can just... If you're over 9,000? Yeah. Exactly. Uh... Over 9,000. Then Palpatine should be back, shouldn't he? But that's Sith, uh, Sith training. Well, it's though. just Force, though. It's just the you said of the Force. 
Uh, and he's okay. certainly stronger in the Force in terms of abilities. Well, theoretically, theoretically, the Jedi should be able to bring back uh, people from the dead because the Sith, the Sith can, using the dark side of the Force. Can they so do? Two sides of the Force. Well, that's how the that's how the tale goes. Well, have you read the Darth Plagueis novel? No, I haven't. I have read the Darth Plagueis novel. <laughs> Exceptional novel. Seriously, he's an incredible character. Seeing the, if you the backstory of Palpatine is really fascinating, really fascinating, um, and it's not actually, it's a, okay. So, shall I spoil it for you? Shall I give you some other plot points? It's a very long book though. If you want to, it's, it's really long. Just do a quick summary. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Plagueis was meant to be one of the most powerful Sith ever, and in the book you really get a sense of that. Not from offensive power because the Sith is really just a mentality. But power in itself can be expressed in many ways. So his power was the ability to never die. That's how he expressed it. He wasn't trying to take over the galaxy, but he he dedicated his life. He was a scientist uh, and a banker, but you know, a scientist. And he dedicated his life to to work at how to not die. And he managed to um, control via the force, physically control the midichlorians in his body to allow him to never die. So he he kept improving that, and then he got to the point where he didn't have to sleep, didn't have to eat. He was perfect health, and obviously the force powers like really powerful. I can't remember how Palpatine got rid of him, um, but it was pretty clever. Um, but he he knew there was a secret to bring people back from the dead, but even he couldn't find it. Like it was one of those things where he perfected the being able to stay alive, which is almost the equivalent. Um, well, maybe that's what happens in this one. Maybe somebody like one of our heroes dies, like Chewbacca or Han Solo, and Luke Skywalker comes back and has learned how to bring people back from the dead. Possibly, but I don't think they should go down that route. I don't think they will. I'm just, I'm just being silly. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. The, the... Again, they could do anything with this film, and the CGI does look amazing. By the way, gotta say, I've got, I've got a still frame of the Millennium Falcon go through hyperspace, and the CGI is really top notch in this film. Mm, and the practical sets also look top notch. I mean, they really have put the effort in, and it is, it is worth it. But yeah. Any last thoughts on the trailer and the previous trailers, and moving into November, which will then be December, which will then be Star Wars, and then we'll be like, oh my god, release the next one. The yeah. Yeah. here are my thoughts. I like the first one. These 10, 15 second ones they released a few days ago were irritating as hell. Didn't even watch them. The no new point. one sent. You know, it gives me goosebumps and makes me all happy and warm and fuzzy inside every time I see it. So I'm I'm looking forward to the movie, and like as I've said all along, JJ should do Star Wars proud. Yeah, closing thoughts for me. It's gonna be an experience. Absolutely. It it, it transcends a film. It transcends a franchise. It's gonna be an experience, which very few of us thought we were gonna get, and I have not seen an original. New, I've not seen a Mark Hamill film in the cinema at all, I don't think, so that's another tick. I did see the first... The, yeah, so the first... The, the, the second three in the cinema. So I've seen Star Wars films, but this will be mm. the first Mark Hamill original. Closest you can get to being in 19... whatever. Uh, 77. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, We're looking well, forward to it. Um, and I'm sure, at Track Yards, we'll look at some of the ships, because that is what we do. You mean Fleet Yards, aren't you? Us here at Track Yards, via Fleet Yards... <laughs> <laughs> well all that being said about the trailer i gotta say one quick thing yep a lot of people were excited when the phantom menace trailer came out and we all know how that turned out so this could have the this has the possibility of going south really quick but but what are your guys thoughts on it what do you leave yeah. it in the comments below did you like the trailer did you hate it 
what don't you like about it and how do you think the movie is going to be with jj at the helm yes and talk about expanded universe what do you think they could or should keep what do you think they shouldn't keep um and yeah any of your thoughts about the new stars movie we want to know but don't be mean to spoil anything because that's annoying probably <laughs> we don't know yet anyway so this is it for another Trek Yards podcast, number three on the Star Wars trailer and experience. And thank you very much for joining us this week. Uh, as always, guys, if you want to see more podcasts, animations, fat files, top ten, all these amazing extra stuff, go over to our Patreon. Give us a dollar, give us a five dollar, give us a ten dollar, because this makes so much difference to us. So we want to keep making this more than just a show, a full channel, that you can watch all fun, geeky stuff with us. Because we're awesome. Captain Foley and Commander Cocking, seriously. Uh, so yeah, help us out if you can. If you can't, just watch it, share it, promote it, tell a friend, they'll tell a friend, they'll tell a friend, they'll send it through the Force as a Force ghost to your other friend. It'll be great. It'll be great. Um, but yeah, until next week, next Saturday, next Wednesday, anytime release something, have a great week, and uh, may the uh, Force be with you. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>